What's up? Did you do the volume? What's up, Dace Tagular Nation? I'm your host, Chris the Dace Man Dace, and joining me as always, Gibby. And we welcome you to our version of Spider-Man Week. This is the fourth time you've heard me say Spider-Man Week. Second time probably for him. Uh, a week dedicated to the web-slinger himself because the Amazing Spider-Man number one dropped this month back in 1963. Yay! So we'll have more on Spider-Man later down the road. we got a good show for you tonight. We're going to do Spider-Man Week after our break. Our break is Frank's Corner. He'll be back to tell you about our latest Sweet 16 in the March Madness. Uh, and we've got some news stories for you. So let's just dive right into the news, pal. Yay! First and foremost, Disney had the House of Mouse or Mouse of House shareholder session they do. And the president, Ooh. Bob Chappick, decided to give us some uh, helpful hints. Helpful. You think that's helpful? Uh, big, a big helpful hint to uh, well, it's not helpful, but at least kind of shed Painful. some light onto something we've been talking yeah. about probably for months now. Uh, well, it's been way more than months. That's well, probably we, been right since she signed the contract. Uh, ever since, yeah, ever since they extended her contract, basically since episode eight. <laughs> yes, uh, he reassured shareholders that Kathleen Kennedy isn't going anywhere anytime soon, and she's in it for the long haul. Now, we're all pretty attuned to the fact that her contract is set to expire this year. So, he didn't say anything about, like, hey, we renewed her contract. He just ambiguously said she's in it for the long haul. How I do mean, you feel? <laughs> I, I think it's kind of crazy just because her contract's up in October. So, it's like, normally you would hear something where, you know, they don't wait last minute for people of that status. Or CEOs? <laughs> yeah, like that. Like th that high of a level. You don't wait for their contract. Oh, it's a month. Oh, let's start talk contract negotiations. Uh, it's, ver it's very interesting that they haven't actually, nothing has come out from it. Um, I, I mean, he didn't necessarily say it was in Star Wars. It was just in their future plan. So maybe they plan on, I don't know. Hopefully. She could move to that Magic Kingdom universe that they're doing. Or, you know, maybe they want to start something, you know more centered around what her ideals are or something. I have no idea. I, ho I hope it has nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> See, they're going to purchase the O Network from Oprah and just send her over there. <laughs> that would be interesting. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know, man. Do they have Oprah Winfrey money? <laughs> uh, well, you know, well, you never okay. know. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't Oprah on ABC for the longest time? So she might already be, be part of it now. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, you're actually right, yeah. But uh, apparently, that's not all he said. So he was also grilled by shareholders and people on the call about the Gina Carano incident that we've been talking about in the past couple weeks. Gina, who, Gina. if you don't know this and live under a rock, she was dismissed for comments she made on Twitter, mainly about comparing the Holocaust to being a conservative. That's right. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it at length on the show, we've talked about it in private, we don't really think for the most part, uh, seems to be a double standard, and that's what the, uh, shareholder and the person on the phone call questioned. They specifically asked, hey, do you believe there's a double standard against conservatives within Disney? And then Bob Chappett giving the HR-approved <laughs> card oh, reading, card. Uh, specifically goes, 
I don't see this as a leftist or a rightist type company. I think we uphold values and then lists every value that like Kurt Angle did when he was an Olympic gold medalist. That's right, man. That's right. So he kind of sidestepped it, didn't address address the Gina situation per se, but said we have values. We do. I mean, I think he's right because Bob uh, Bill Burr's still on there. So I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, <laughs> and uh, even uh, the what's called the guy that's playing Mandalorian. Pedro, Pedro is, you know, probably at, if not worse than Gina. So I, I actually think there's well, other factors going on there, and that's just sort of what they use to pick her out, basically. I think what came down to it was is they asked her to do something she clearly chose not to, uh, and they she just had bad timing. She did it when they put a bow on a story that didn't have to come undone. Uh, you could technically send Cara Dune off into the sunset. Because there are thousands of Rangers of the Republic. It wasn't called Cara Dune and the Rangers of the New Republic. It was Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, the problem, though, is when they announced that, everyone just assumed it was yeah. her getting it. So it's like, and it made sense because she got, you know, it, she's she was well-liked. Yeah. yeah, she's well-liked. People liked her, and, you know, it just made sense. I but wasn't know. guaranteed because your name wasn't in the damn... You didn't have an Ahsoka series. You didn't yeah. have... An Obi-Wan Kenobi series. You gotta wait, you know, until yeah. episode one, I guess. Then you can have said whatever the hell you wanted, because you would have put him in a pickle, man. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, anyway, the other thing that's going on in that Disney uh, shareholders meeting was, the question was poised about Black Widow. Black Widow. As oh, you know, God. the coronavirus restrictions are loosening in every state but the one we film in. Um, well, no, New York's even worse. Loosening? No, they're, they're not. They're getting, yeah, they're oh, getting tighter. They're tighter? Yeah. Okay. They actually passed their that AA whatever the fuck it was. RP? Yeah. It's like 319 or some shit, which I still can't even believe actually passed, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go there. I mean, it was, that was weird. Well, the point is, uh, we a lot of us, and a lot of the complaints I've made on the WandaVision Hindsight uh just not watch yet, mainly because you. You turned me off so bad from that. Now it's like, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I wouldn't. And it's so, and there's so many people bashing it online. It's just like I was gonna go back, but now, my God, you it's, guys are like trashing the fuck out of it. If you're bored, go ahead and watch it. Yeah. Uh, if you want, if you think that, oh my God, I need this to continue in the Marvel universe, you don't. I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just kind of mind blowing to me. But a lot of my complaints <laughs> with that show is, if for whatever reason the pandemic were to push back these releases. We have to wait even longer for resolution. Mm -hmm. Good news. Bob Chappick has confirmed that May 7th will be the theatrical release of Black Widow. What, May when? 7th. So we're talking like two months from now. We're still not. Our theaters aren't open yet. So how the hell well, is that they, they are, but like limited. Because we mm. went and saw New Mutants in the, the oh, fall. It is open? Yeah. But like, you can only do 35%, I think. Well, I think she's probably a lot nicer. Oh, it is. It's beautiful. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably a lot nicer. You go with your own little pod, and you have, like, the entire fucking theater. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means for a Marvel release, though, because if you think about it from a Marvel perspective, those things are packed. There's yeah. not an empty seat say, on a Marvel yeah. night. How the hell is that going to work? Uh, I don't know if all of a sudden AMC will be like, every fucking theater showing it. Like, uh, we're not showing anything probably, else. I wonder if it'll be every theater showing it, and you probably would still have to do reservations. Yep. And probably more show times, too. So, yeah. like, they'll probably, the release is usually Thursday around 8, 7, 8. They'll probably have early releases Thursday 
in the I morning. Doubt it. It'll probably still do the same time, but it will be every the basically the whole theater just switches over to it, and it won't stop probably for like two weeks. Which makes sense because again, it'll also be like the only thing out on yeah. May seventh, and it will be completely you know every probably almost every single one of the viewings will be freaking packed. Yeah, so well least, not packed, but like full at thirty five percent capacity. And at the current rate, it only matters in like a handful of states because at this point, nineteen states are going back to one hundred percent open, no mask mandate. Yep. You're you're almost halfway there with the states, so at that point. May, uh, there may be more than jump on that bandwagon. We also had the promise from Mr. Biden, whether it's true or not, there would be enough adult vaccines by the end of May. Now, I heard the general know when he said May, he meant May 2022. Did he? That's what. That's some shit. That's what I was. That is what I heard because everyone I talked to all said, and everyone says it, there's no way he's going to have it done by this May because everyone assumed it was this May. And then. It got kind of like, kind of got like slid in. No, he really meant May 2022, not May 2021. He announced that, and I was like, "That's a bold fucking move." Yeah, you don't have to announce shit. Yeah, let it fucking ride, and people will be fine. Now that you've put like a tag on it, <laughs> so it's, it's sort of like one of those things. Like I guess like he kind of, like because he didn't specify a year in it, so everyone That's just true. assumed it was this year. But and it, it come sort of, on. oh my god, it come sort of on. like slid under the radar because like. I did the same thing. You did. I did the same thing as everybody else. I was like, is he for real? Like, what how is the, that even possible? What in the WandaVision bullshit is that? That you put the egg in front of you and go, nope, that's not an egg. That's a rock. Oh, my God. That is bad. That is, that is bad. It was poor wording, I guess. I don't know. That That's, I, I don't know what to say. And again, May 2022 makes way more sense. Oh, it does. But it, yeah, every adult can be vaccinated in a year and a half from now. Because <laughs> um, I was always speculating, even like last year, that it was going to be roughly sometime end of summer, beginning of the fall. Probably going to be. I was now expecting September. Probably, probably more around. Now I'm actually thinking it's going to be more around Thanksgiving. But I'm yeah. thinking I'm going to have the ability to get the vaccine before some people because they won't be able to vaccinate people who currently have it. Yeah. Well, Ashley just got hers finally. She got her well, her first dose. There's a good chance at the gameathon, you and I are the only ones not vaccinated. Well, I'm not fucking considered high. Like every, I, I, I can't believe how many of our friends are considered high risk, or they just somehow like. I, I, I'm confused on that one. Uh, well, we're high risk. We've got bellies. Yeah, exactly. I'm high risk. Like, what the fuck? Because I didn't, like I understand why Ashley got it, but it's like some of the people. I'm like, how are you considered high risk? I'm I a little confused. My parents still don't have it, and <laughs> they are high risk. One's a cancer survivor. One smokes like a chimney. Uh, <laughs> but they'll be they'll be vaccinated before the gameathon too. So they, they've oh, got their go. shots lined up. So in theory, if you guys tune in on March 26th and you go, I can't believe they got a room full of people. Trust me, they're all vaccinated. The only ones in danger are us. And the CDC said it, it's completely, you're allowed, to, if you got vaccinated, to be in groups. Yep. Which, and, and our group And you don't have to have a mask on. Yeah. Our, our group <laughs> is vaccinated. How they did it, I don't know. I don't know if it's a white privilege thing that they just got through. Apparently we fucked up somewhere along the line. I don't know. I woke up and everybody's like, oh, I've already got my first ten shots. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. That Black Widow will, in fact, debut May 7th. Undeterred, no uh, pushing back this time around. And that's going to be, like I said, it's going to be really interesting because I, I bet you some states are still going to be under, like California. I know Here. is finally starting to come out of their peak, basically like the Southern Cal area. Yeah, we have a DC there. 
they're finally starting to come out of it. Uh, they're not going to be. They're not going to be at full capacity. They're not even going to be close to it. They just allow. They just started allowing. I think last week, restaurants to reopen at like thirty-five percent capacity outside. Like, I, I think the only reason we would get it is because yeah. it's a governor election here in New Jersey. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good <laughs> and point. And he might go, let them have Black Widow. They'll vote for me. That's a great point. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah. That's what I would fucking do. Yeah. You want to go see a movie? I don't care. Just make sure I'm back here for another term. Yeah. I want four more years. Uh, other news, there was more casting in the Borderlands movie. Borderlands. Uh, the character Creed from Borderlands 2, mm -hmm. big jacked up guy. Yep. Uh, he was cat. The boxer Florine Montanu. Has no been cast as Did you see is. Creed 2? Yes. He's Dolph Lundgren's kid. So he's uh, Victor Drago. So he's the, uh, the the Russian guy? Drago's kid, yeah. So that's who's playing Krieg in Borderlands 2. I wrote that down because I figured if you, if okay. you probably saw Krieg. I've seen both of them, yeah. They're actually pretty good. I've never it, seen a Rocky movie. Oh my god, you... It's, Sylvester it's, Stallone's a bad actor. It's her Sylvester Stallone's Philly. a bad actor. It's a Philly movie. So, I don't care. I don't like Philly. Sylvester Stallone's a bad actor. He's a terrible... I don't want to listen to a movie. Like, I gotta put subtitles on because the actor can't speak. I'm not doing that. I don't like it that. actually gets worse the, the more you I'm go sure into it. sure it does. He puts so much like, plastic like, in his like, face. Like, the first one, was it wasn't as bad, but then as you get to, like, you know, five and six, yeah, he can't talk. It's because he's mainly plastic. <laughs> he can't talk. It's the same thing happened in... Um, his Rambo series. Yeah, and li literally, and it's like, I even watched the very last one that he did, which wasn't even that long ago. It was like, it was kind of brutal trying to understand him. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Because his, his face doesn't move anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, other news, too. I don't know if you knew of this, but the Powerpuff Girls. Remember that cartoon? God, yeah. They're getting a live action TV show on the CW. I heard that. And they already did the casting. Oh, they did? Yeah, so you know uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Baby Spice? Uh, no. <laughs> but do you know Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Daisy? Daisy, yes. She will be playing Blossom. So Chloe Bennett has been casted as Blossom. Interesting. So it's uh, going to be a little bit older. I, I, I immediately thought They're going to be like... Kids. Yeah. So they're going to be, I guess, adults. I, mean, I guess she could probably pass off as a teenager still. Like Young an older adult. teenager. Maybe yeah. can go to the bar. Yeah. Um, Dove Cameron, who was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, like season six or seven. She's a blonde. Um, she's a blonde! She's playing Bubbles. Bubbles! And then they got an actress off of the theater circuit, uh, Yana Peralt, who will play Buttercup. And that series is debuting this fall. Who's, who's the bad guy in, in Powerpuff Girls? Mo jo -jo -jo! The monkey. Oh, the monkey, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Is Drew Carey going to do that? Drew Carey? Not, not true, not Drew Carey, no. Uh, Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. So. Because he did the Sonic one. I wonder, like, you know, he'll just be a, a, a fucking classic bad guy in all our it was know, funny. cartoon we, slash gaming stuff. A podcast that will be dropping tomorrow for Potter Nerd Sorry. is Spider-Man Villains, and Jared and I did that. And Jared is determined to have Jim Carrey come play the new Green Goblin because he could be Willem Dafoe's child. Oh, my God. That would actually be pretty funny. I don't think he, this ever, man's it, played Dr. Robotnik and the Riddler. Like, and not even a good Riddler. He played the Joel Schumacher He played Riddler. the fucked up Riddler, but it was still pretty good. I mean, good uh, acting. It's Jim Carrey. But it was bad for, for the Riddler, but it was pretty... Good acting? Yeah. Well... It was just Jim Carrey in a green suit. Yeah, I know, but it was it was still pretty good. But not good for, like, for a Riddler, but pretty good as, like... But do you want him to play a serious Norman Osborn? Uh, no. <laughs> 
I, I literally want you him to wanted to be himself. the murderer. Yes, I want him to be himself inside. Yes, <laughs> just imagine how much he would fuck with you know <laughs> the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Well, okay, that's a little teaser. Tomorrow dropping on for Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, Potter Nerd Villains, and we had the same discussion about Jim Carrey <laughs> playing Norman Osborn. So apparently everybody at BPP wants Jim Carrey to be the Green Goblin. Oh. Uh, other news, today was the official acquisition of Bethesda no, I seen to that. Microsoft. That was, yeah, that was yep. what, this afternoon. It is. And they, uh... Basically, he just came out and said, yeah, there's going to be a lot more exclusives that are just for Xbox. Yeah. They, they were after playing, they signed the yeah, deal. Yeah, after they signed the deal. They were playing that off because that was the biggest concern. And it was, and basically, from what I understand, is they basically said Bethesda will be both. You got uh, a mic. You look like you want to talk. No? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Bethesda, it sounds like, is going to be the only one that is going to be crossed. Everything else, I think, is going to be... Like the lower studios that were Bethesda had acquired before being acquired? Yeah. Okay, so basically, you're going to get basically their main titles, and that will be the only thing that's... You're going to get Fallout. Yeah, you get Fallout, and you'll probably you'll get... Uh, the What's it called? The uh, Elder Scrolls. Now, those will probably be the only things that are fucking cross-platform, and then the rest are just going to be exclusive to PC and Xbox, which is really going to be fucked up. Uh, some other interesting notes that I think... Uh, they're kind of interesting. doesn't really affect us as players here on the show. Fortnite is getting their first single-player story event to cap off this current season of the Battle Royale, uh, which will lead into the ending of Season 6, I think it is, or Year 2 Season 6. I don't know how they I fucking I think it's Season 2-something. Season 2, Episode 6, or Season okay. 2. They're only in their second season. That's all yeah. I know. But um, they break their season up that billion times for some reason. Yeah, so they're, they're going to get their first single-player story event. Apex has been doing it for a while, so suck it. Um, Single? Well... They've been doing the stupid little side. They've been trying, yeah. 20-year-old uh, Diablo 2 fans, if you have a save file from 20 years ago, it will work on Diablo Resurrected. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there you go. Obviously, you have to buy it from the PC. I don't see how they're going to bring that out, like how you would port that from the PC to the console. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get it for console because I get console for everything. I'm actually shocked that it's going to go for console. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because you only use you only use a handful of spells anyway, but... And, I mean, I'm sure they yeah. did well with Diablo 3 on it. Yeah. Well, Diablo 3 was... That was the biggest problem with Diablo 3. It was, literally was designed for... <laughs> that was for, their test of console. Yeah, it was literally designed for console and it didn't come out on console until, like, three years later. And, like, everyone on the PC world bitched about it because it's like... You designed a game for a console, but then you couldn't you couldn't even use a fucking controller. <laughs> like, yeah. you didn't get controller access until the fucking, it went onto the uh, the consoles. It was like, what the fuck, man? You really screwed the pooch on this one. And the last bit of gaming news I have for you. Super Smash, we announced a story a couple weeks ago about Super Smash Brothers having new DLC. Pyra and Mithra are now available, a part of the DLC uh, for Season 2 Fight Pass. So you get those guys Woo! today. They released like five days ago, but we were already done filming. Yay. So with that, we're going to take a break. We're going to kick it over to Frank Ward for Frank's Corner. What's up, Franktacular Nation? It's me, Frank, with Frank's Corner. 
Back to break down the video game March Madness tournament. We're down to the Sweet 16, which means there's only 16 left. So we're getting there. We'll be ready to declare a winner by mid-gameathon. So keep tuning in. Keep voting if you haven't been. So right now, in our breakdown, we have Mega Man versus Pikachu. Pikachu survived Yoshi to make it through. We all knew Mega Man would beat Jill Valentine. No surprise there. <clears throat> then we have Kratos versus Sonic. Uh, Sonic beat out the Dolphin, which I'm upset about that one too. I mean, who doesn't love a good Dolphin? That the game was oddly pleased or peaceful. Then we've still got Pac-Man still in it, going up against Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Uh, not to give any biases, but I'm surprised Pac-Man's still alive. But he's got that nostalgia factor, so keep doing you. Then we've got Lee Fang against Solid Snake. Which, no real surprise there, Solid Snake beating out Bomberman to make it this far. So, I'm upset about that one too. Just going to get my real reactions constantly, because it's all crapshoot. But that shows that I didn't rig it, if you thought I did. No collusion. None of that. Then we've got Steve versus Bloodhound. Which, some may argue I rigged that one, because Bloodhound's in it. But fun fact, I was voting for Tom Brady. I wanted Tom Brady to win everything, and now that dream is over. He's not going to win this one. So, stop tweeting him. Not that you were tweeting him. Not that I was tweeting him. I probably should have tweeted him. Uh, in what may be a heavily contested fight, this one might be the highlight of this for a lot of people. We've got Crash Bandicoot versus Sub-Zero. That's right. Did the claps with it. It's going to be a big one because there's big fanboys on both sides. This could be a finale for a lot of people. So, make sure you get out and vote for that one. Vote a couple times. Uh... Evidently, it looked like a few people pushed Bloodhound through. So, just saying, you can vote multiple times. I don't know if I should tell you that, but you would have figured it out, so cat's out of the bag. Go ahead. Uh, next up, we have Dogmeat, because everybody loves a puppy from Fallout, versus Lilith. And everybody loves a hot redhead from Borderlands. And then the last matchup of the Sweet 16, we have uh, eight... Azio, Ezio, uh, whatever, the Assassin's Creed dude that stab, 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 and that other guy from the fighting game. I uh, just be real. The Assassin's Creed guy's probably going to win. Or prove me wrong. I don't care. Doesn't matter because they're not going to be dog meat in the next round. Calling it now. So there you have it. That is your Sweet 16. Get out and vote if you haven't, and keep voting forever and ever. And with that, I'll throw it back to Dace over in the studio because this is past me. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed Frank's Corner. I don't know if you've been looking at the March Madness, but there's some pretty tight matchups in there. Anything you're excited for? Uh, no, not really. I was a little, I was a little depressed. Like I said, Brady lost. I don't yeah. know why. Um, like everything I wanted lost. You guys completely screwed over Blizzard. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I personally think at the end of this, when we're talking, because we're gonna announce the winner. The day of the game of thought. So Woo! we've got a couple more brackets for you before we get to that point. But on that Saturday, we're going to announce who wins the tournament. Uh, I'm going to go with Sonic. I think Sonic's going to take it all. It's either going to be Hammer Crash Bandicoot. I think those two are going to end up in the final. It's my opinion. Unless somehow Pikachu makes a certain. I was going to say I was going to say Pikachu might just because of our friend group. Mm -hmm. It's a shame because yeah. Mega Man's got a hell of a matchup this week going against Pikachu. Yeah. Even though Mega Man should win. And the pro and Frank, Frank kind of pointed this out, and I don't know if he did in this video, but I remember him talking to me about it. Uh, 
I, people are voting solely based on Pikachu, or are they voting Pikachu based on a representation of Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon is Squirtle. Yeah. I'm not voting Pikachu. Pikachu. You ain't no Squirtle. Yeah. Uh, Next time we'll do 64, it'll be all Pokemon. Yeah, we'll just do a Pokemon <laughs> tournament like June or J uh, July. Let's get yeah. away from the game of time. Yeah. Just, or just do the original 100. 108, was it? 151. 151, yeah. So do, just, do, just do all 151. <laughs> just, let's just see it. That's going to be a big bracket, but we'll, we'll do it. Well, we're here to talk about the main story of the night. It is Spider-Man Week. Flip, flip. Here at Basement Protocol Productions. Again, we're doing this to honor, uh, I think it's like his 60-somethingth birthday. Uh, the first Amazing Spider-Man number one dropped in 1963. I couldn't do the math quick enough to tell you exactly what the Edition year is. one, man. Yes. Uh, where his first villain was the Chameleon, uh, who had the ability to mask himself as anybody else. And then the Vulture showed up in issue two. So, we've talked about Spider-Man a lot on this show. Mainly because he's been a prominent figure in the MCU. Lately. Especially lately, but in yeah. 2016, when it was broke that he was coming home and would be in Civil War, we've been talking about Spider-Man ever since. That's we've right. gotten a game for PS4 in 2018. We got another game at the end of 2020 to make that bleak year look good uh, with Miles Morales. So I want to talk to Gibbles, a man who's like not commonly in the comic world. Nope. But I feel like you at least know Spider-Man. Some some stuff about him, but not not a lot. Well, what was your first exposure to the Web Slinger? Was oh, it the Tobey Maguire movies? No, it would be fucking cartoons wait on Saturdays. Or so Sundays. the '90s animated series yeah, with the, the Spider-Man. Yeah, I was gonna say Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't even know what the heck it was called, but yeah, <laughs> you just knew it was <laughs> cartoons on Saturday. Spider-Man. Yeah, I know it was just Spider-Man. Yeah. Now that's kind of on par with the iconic X-Men cartoons that happened around gonna say, that time. Yeah, I was going to say that, because it, it usually was you know, paired up with them. Yeah, so th that was my first exposure too, to Spider-Man. Yeah. i got to be honest with you guys, we're doing a Spider-Man week. I don't read the exclusive Spider-Man <gasps> titles. I know, it's, it's crazy. Shocking. But there's over 700 issues of The Amazing Spider-Man. It ran from 1963 until they killed him in, but, like, 2016. But they're mostly pictures. They are. <laughs> But you try and go back and read some writing from the 60s. I won't even read the original Deadpool stuff, yeah. and I'm a hardcore Deadpool yeah. fan. Uh, it's just tough to read. Come on, man. He was just walking around in bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah. But the interesting thing that we've talked about in all of our Spider-Man uh, content we're giving you this week, because we have filmed stuff that hasn't aired yet, uh, actually three, three things, and we've also done a few things already. Spider-Man was the embodiment of Stan Lee. If there's one superhero Stan Lee could have been, it clearly was Peter Parker. He put his heart and soul in it, and he wrote for the series for almost 20 years mm. before he handed the reins over to somebody else. I believe it's one of the longest-running characters. I think all the other ones had ended their runs before well, didn't spawning. Because um, that wasn't the first time he showed up in the comics, right? I think he showed up I, in something prior, and then that's what took, took it I off. think he was in The Amazing Tales. It's like Amazing Tales number one or something like that. Yeah. Which debuted in August uh, a couple years prior to that. But his first own title series was The Amazing Spider-Man, which ran from issue number one in 1963 till about, I want to say 2016. Don't fact check me on that. I don't read them. I told you I don't read them. But I'm a big Spider-Man fan when it comes to other mediums. I love the cartoons, I love the video games, and I sure as hell love the movies. Movies. 
Have you seen all of his movies? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. Well, we actually have a four real movie club coming up on Friday. That'll go over the Maguire and Garfield I stuff. I did not watch the cartoon one of Into the Spider-Verse Spider -verse or whatever. I did not watch that one yet. See, now to me, that's my least favorite. Um, but yeah, I watched. I'm pretty sure I watched all the rest of them. My gripe with that was well, the animation style. Would you consider Venom? Yep. Okay, I didn't see Venom either. But that's not really a Spider-Man movie, though. No, it's a it's straight up Venom. There's yeah. no Spider-Man in it. But you don't get Venom without Spider-Man. Venom is Venom's origin in the comics is. Spider-Man is initially infected with the symbiote, giving right. you the black spider suit. Which we, he, that was in one of the movies. The the god awful Spider-Man three with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I was gonna say because that was and in the one dance. of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> and the point, the finger guns. Fun uh, times. Fun <laughs> times. Anyway, the whole symbiote uh, first attached to Peter Parker, only to reject Peter Parker because Peter Parker wouldn't do evil shit. He then jumps over to Eddie Brock. With the powers of Peter Parker and the rage of Eddie Brock towards Peter Parker, well, and then we get Venom. I thought he was he stayed on him for a little while, but then eventually yeah. he a was little able. Bit. Yeah. But once like Peter realized that he was doing things not to the moral code of Spider-Man, he started ripping it off or some shit. Yeah. That's what he did in the movie. But the symbiote rejects him, gets uh, off of him, uh, and then ultimately attaches to Eddie Brock, who the guy the guy who reads all of the Spider-Man. <laughs> I at least know Venom. <laughs> Uh, and the origin of Venom, especially since Jared just schooled me on this in a pre-recorded Potter oh. Nerd that will drop tomorrow. Pre-recorded! Uh, but it, it's pretty interesting that, you know, you got Venom from that. Venom is now its own franchise. You're having Morbius coming out soon. Also started in Spider-Man. My question is, is Venom uh, Sony? Yes. So that can't be in the MCO? <laughs> So if you tune into the Four Real Movie Club, this is going to be a little preview of it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just curious. They intentionally moved Eddie Brock, who plays Venom, or who is Venom. Uh, they moved him to the West Coast, away from New York, where most of the MCU movies take place. The only thing that takes place in San Francisco is Ant-Man and Wasp. But during that time frame, they could get away with it. Ant-Man was over helping uh, Cap during Civil War. So they've kind of maneuvered themselves that, yeah, they didn't give you any direct references to the MCU, but they didn't close the door on the MCU. Interesting. And the only thing that really teases that these guys could potentially come to the MCU is in the Morbius trailer. Have you seen the Morbius trailer? So Morbius is the living vampire. He's going to be played by Jared Leto. Mm. He, played, like he played the Joker in Suicide Squad. Oh. Yeah. Everybody felt that way. Uh... Anyway, the Morbius trailer, at the end of the trailer, has Michael Keaton. Now, Michael Keaton, for those of you who don't know, played Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. The first villain that Tom Holland took on in the MCU. Okay. So how did Michael Keaton end up at the end of Morbius? We don't know, because a pandemic <laughs> stopped it, and we didn't get the movie. And I don't think they gave us a release date yet. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. My voice is breaking, yeah. but... The presence of Michael Keaton in the Ouch. trailer could potentially mean they are entering the MCU. However, okay. if you watch WandaVision, oh God, <laughs> and God. you hate, you hate, hate, hate what they did. So Venom is his, his own reality, right? He has, he has his own. Oh, number. oh so <laughs> since you haven't watched, and I don't mind spoiling it for you because you won't retain it. <laughs> no, I, well, I don't really care too much. Oh, <laughs> you will care about this. So I want to just go they here. They all die. No, no, no. God damn it! If you haven't so watched Wandavision, tune away. I apologize. There's definitely going to be spoilers Spoiler right now. Spoiler alert! Uh, so do you know Evan Peters? 
Evan the actor. Peters, uh, Iron, uh, Iron Man Captain? No, he. that's Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Damn it. Uh, Evan Peters played Quicksilver in the X-Men franchise. Oh, yes, yes. I Time of the he, Bottle. He, moving he, it. Mm -hmm. So he shows up in WandaVision. Yeah, I as, you, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, Quicksilver. Quicksilver, yep. So the reality hex comes down. The, the world that Wanda has built has, has crumbled around her because she realized she's hurting people. And who does Quicksilver turn out to be? Yo, mama. Ralph Boner. Boner? His name is Ralph Boner, aspiring actor, nothing to do with Quicksilver. Ralph okay. fucking Boner. And they even make the stupid-ass joke where he goes, <laughs> Boner. Fuck them, okay? I will never forgive you. And they do this ten minutes into the finale, and at that point, Chris has checked the fuck out. Checked out, guys. Checked out. Ralph Boner. So did was uh, she making him into Quicksilver? No, he was, was a guy that lived there, and another witch said, Hey, said something to his head and went, you're now Quicksilver, go. Why cast Evan Peters? What the hell? Like, Literally any actor could have done that. They wanted to fuck with you. They did. They wanted they to fuck with you. They absolutely did. And they succeeded. They, oh, they oh, they succeeded. did. succeeded. So I actually, uh, I'm a big fan of Fat Man, the podcast, which is Kevin Smith's podcast, which is not, doesn't make sense anymore since now he's not so, fat. So is there no multiverse? Is that what we're getting As of right now, no. Based on what they did, no. That's lame. Right? Right? That's really lame. You keep teasing this goddamn multiverse. You I, have a movie yeah. down the road called The Multiverse, and you still haven't done anything with it. I thought this was going to like start start the shattering or whatever, and then that's what was going to basically start off uh, yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. No, no, you know who didn't even show up? Doctor Strange didn't even show up. So there wasn't even a cameo by him. I Do you know how we figured, talked about... I, I was thinking if he did show up, it would be post credit scenes on the very last episode. Nope. I, I thought that would be the only way no, Doctor Strange would show up. They had a scroll up. show up and say, hey, Monica, he's waiting for you upstairs. Nick Fury. They called back to the other cutscene from Spider-Man Far From Home. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so, w did we ever discuss with you that Paul Bettany did an interview and said he's going to be sharing a screen with an actor he never shared a screen with before in WandaVision? Well, he said that. Uh, and you know who he met? Himself. He said that because he's never acted with himself. And he got on Good Day Ameri Morning America the day of the drop and went... Fans are going to be so mad at me because all of their theories are way better than me acting with myself. Oh, Ooh, I like it. I, like I could it. have forgiven Paul Bettany if they didn't pull the Evan Peters shit, but you pile that on there and this show is a Pile it. Pile it on. I like it. I like it. And apparently, in an interview with the director, I know this is Spider-Man week, but I'm still bitching about WandaVision. Uh... <laughs> Apparently, and I just watched this today on Fat Man, uh, which is the Kevin Smith podcast. He talked to the director of WandaVision, who directed all nine episodes. Apparently, the pandemic screwed over the release schedule. The release schedule was supposed to be episode one, two, and three were going to be dropped on the same day. So you, you would have gotten that sitcom service and ended with Monica getting ripped out of it. And that, that would have been the cliffhanger. That made way more sense, actually. Exactly. Unfortunately, Kevin Feige came out and said, boom, 
WandaVision's dropping January 12th. Be there for Disney+. Plus. And the director went, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm still editing the finale. You can't do that to me. Yeah. So they had to release one and two, and to give him enough time to release the finale, which he finished editing two weeks before it dropped, that's why the release schedule wasn't the way it was. What mm. may have been more forgivable had they done it that way, because at least you would have seen the reality been, broken. Would have been one, two, three, and then the rest of them a single, single episode? Every other week. I would have probably bit more on that. Because the, the ending of three is her getting maybe, ripped out of the reality. Maybe they did like one, two, and three. Maybe they did two, two, two. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I thought to watch it, but it sounds like it's something you really needed way more content a lot quicker in order to actually and not hate hate it. The director, he, I can't, I can't believe he said this in an interview. Goes, most of those Easter eggs were intentional. The stuff you were following down a rabbit hole, everything you should have. And he goes, but because of the pandemic, we went back and reshot things because we had extra time. So some of those Easter eggs that they were going to have pan out, either they ran out of time to finish it, and, or they destroyed something, they broke a lineage and forgot to go back and fix it. The bunny, Senior Scratchy, was supposed to have meaning. And then they went, ah, you know what, if we put that there, it's just it's going to break the flow of the last episode. Things a fucking mess. Uh, the there words of the director, not mine. I like it. I, I did like think it. it was interesting, though. The first three episodes were filmed in front of a live audience. It was done prior to prior the, the pandemic, pandemic. Uh, and somehow they kept people quiet for a whole fucking year. That's the more impressive thing. Granted. There's not anything worthwhile leaking from the first three I episodes. I was going to say, yeah, even if they leaked it, yeah, what the fuck? Are, oh. I would have been like, who gives two shits? Yeah, really? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. But back to Spider-Man week. There's probably a bunch of people who, I, who I could care less about the MCU. It was friends and family, so it and probably it, was. And it probably just had an applause thing at the top, and they said, all you have to do is when this lights up, yay! It, I don't want it when it goes black, stop. It was probably people like you going, where's Nick Cage? I'm here. For Nick Cage. Where's Ghost Rider at? I'm so I'm confused. <laughs> the interesting thing, though, the Darkhold is the book uh, is in this uh, series for the, the magic part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, the Darkhold is part of the what gives Ghost Rider his powers. There it is, man. So. Nick Cage canon. <laughs> Just saying. It canon. Could be, it could be. Canon. Uh, but they don't have a multiverse yet, so nothing's canon. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. But back to Spider-Man week. Before Yay! I got off on that fucking tangent. Uh, at, so you've seen all the movies except for Venom and uh, Spider-Verse. So you've seen all the Spider-Man solo flicks. Yep. Who was your favorite Spider-Man? Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or Tom Holland, the kid? Um, I would probably say Tom Holland is probably the best. Well, you're saying best Spider-Man or best in general? Like, uh, good point. Because the problem is, is yeah... So you get it. Uh, that's the weird thing that you get that comic reference. Uh, yeah. Because I think the best Peter Parker was probably Tobey Maguire. He played a nerd. Yes. Down on his luck I was going to well. say, yeah, he, he was more Peter Parker, but he sucked at, at Spider-Man. Yep. And then like, Andrew it was, Garfield. It was painful watching him do Spider-Man at certain points. Yeah. Andrew Garfield was a complete douche and had witty comebacks and played a great Spider-Man, yep. but was too cool to be fucking Peter Parker. I was Parker. just going to say, yeah, exactly. And then they both had a child who was Tom Holland, and that kid is perfect. 
because he plays the awkwardness of a teen, but also has a pretty funny line. Even though he has the yeah. one hurtful one in Civil War and goes, hey, what's that old movie? You know, the one where they're like swinging around, Empire Strikes Back, I think it's called. <laughs> Jesus, Tony, how old is this kid? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um... But yeah, I wouldn't say... My, my problem is I thought the other two played better at specific parts, but what's his name is better... As a whole. As a whole, yeah. No, that makes problem. sense. But, yeah. Out um, of all of the villains... It's, a, it's a sort of the same thing with Batman. A lot of the Batmans can either do the, a good Bruce Wayne or they can do a good Batman. You can't, they, I don't think any of them were able to actually accomplish both. Closest, to, in my opinion, was Michael Keaton. Uh, the, the 1989 Batman. Adam West is in a league of his own because that's not Batman. Pow! <laughs> Boom! You can't be the Dark Knight. I just like and I like shark repellent. I like jokes. Robin in that one, man. They had him like all flamboyant and shit. Like, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Oh, he got touched. You know he got touched <laughs> in Wayne Manor. Oh God! Uh, but out of the Spider-Man movies, you you were exposed to several villains. You got the Green Goblin in the first one. The you, Green Goblin again. Doc Ock. Oh. That was the spider. That was the spider crop, uh, crocodile thingy, right? No, Doc Ock is the guy with the arms. The, 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 oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Sunk the fucking supernova into the bay. Mm -hmm. Then in the third one, you got three fucking villains thrown at you by the guy who directed Rush Hour, who was <laughs> Venom, uh, Sandman, and then Green Goblin 2.0, which was Harry. Was yeah, the kid, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, then in the Garfield ones, you got the lizard. The lizard, yeah. Uh, then in the second one, they threw a bunch of fucking villains at you again. You got the Rhino, you got Electro, and you got another version of the Harry Osborn Green Goblin. They like Green Goblin. Me too. Uh, well, and that's that's why I don't think we're getting any Osborns in the Tom Holland universe. Yeah. Uh, but Tom Holland exposed you to Vulture, yep. who was Michael Keaton. Uh, Low Key gave you Scorpion, the guy who got a car thrown at him off the fucking ferry. He will turn out to be Scorpion. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, you got the Shocker, the one guy that had the, like the gauntlets on his hand that like when he punched people it was electric. Oh, I didn't even know that was a uh, a villain. But okay, I thought <laughs> he was a, a I, I thought he was like a mercenary. He, he's like a B-list henchman, <laughs> yeah. but he does have powers. Uh, and the Tinkerer, who's the the fat guy that was making all the devices, that was a Spider-Man villain that appeared in the comics uh, with the Vulture. Devices. Yeah, the guy with the long hair, and he was always trying to do the tech. Oh, he's... Oh, okay, yeah. He's in Orange is the New Black. Um, and then you also got Mysterio in Far From Home. Out of all those villains, who was your favorite? Oh, God. I'm getting to know Gibby and his oh, intimacy with Spider-Man. Oh, man. I don't really know. Um, I'm going to go with the big purple guy. Purple. Oh, Thanos? <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess Spider-Man did fight him for a bit. I'm just saying. That's a cheap move. That's, it is. That's an entire saga's villain. <laughs> so, okay, Thanos off the board, as well as his Black Order, you can't, Black or order. the First Order, or whatever the hell they're called. Uh, who would you pick? Spider-Man villain-wise. All right, I'm going to go with Captain America. <laughs> he did punch. Okay. <laughs> In a Spider-Man titled film. God, come on. Who was your favorite villain? Um, I don't want to leave the witness. I know who mine was. I would probably say the Mysterio guy. 
That's my favorite one too, and I don't like when we agree. But just because, but he wasn't like I just like the whole. Yeah, uh, he's not a he is not a superpower. How, how that entire thing went down, I liked, and he actually was like pretty, somewhat winning through stupid cunning and stuff. And it, yeah, mm -hmm. I, don't know, I just I just like that one. And it gave us the yeah. infamous line of uh, fucking Obadiah Stane from Iron Man One going, "Tony Stark made this with a box of scraps." Yeah. Um, and then I would probably, I mean, from there, I mean, all the other ones weren't really... I liked uh, Doc Ock from the Tobey Maguire series. Because you actually um, didn't hate him fully. He was kind of a mentor to Pete for the brief time on the screen. Then he got corrupted by the chip in his head. And then ultimately sacrificed himself to uh, do good in the end. And in the comics, he's to me, he's the best comic villain for Spider-Man. He actually takes over Spider-Man's body at one point when Peter Parker dies, and he becomes the spectacular Spider-Man, or no, the superior Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man. And he is a better Spider-Man than Peter Parker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Doc Ock is definitely one of his greatest villains in the comics. Mm -hmm. uh, greatest villain, I think, on screen thus far was Mysterio. Glenn, yeah. uh, Quentin Beck was, oh my God, is perfect. I still think Thanos is better. Well, Thanos is better overall out of anyone who's been on screen. The man was right. He was inevitable. Oh, greatness. Oh, thank you for the like, sir. Uh, as we continue to talk about Spider-Man Week here on Basement Protocol Productions, we just quizzed Gibby on who his favorite Spider-Man villain was from the movies, and he went to every other movie but the Spider-Man movies. Even put Captain America in there. He did technically fight him, I'm just saying. Yeah, Queen, I witnessed it. Queens versus the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I witnessed it. Uh, so, a lot of these villains are being brought back for the third Spider-Man coming out, which we learned the title is No Way Home. I'm not going to fucking speculate on the title, because clearly speculating on things does not pay off <laughs> in Phase 4 Marvel. How are you a company that sends 11 years of, if you need to pay attention to the details, to go in their first fucking outing back and go, why'd you pay attention to the details? Just yeah. enjoy the goddamn show. Jesus, Jesus. Anywho. Anywho. So Spider-Man 3 has already confirmed they're bringing back a version of Doc Ock from Tobey Maguire's. So Alfred Molina is returning to the series. Okay. Jamie Foxx is returning to the series as Electro. He was in the Andrew Garfield one. The big blue that guy was Electro. Jamie Foxx? I didn't know mm -hmm. that. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, and then there's been rumors of... Uh, Arnold? Well... <laughs> That's Batman. Oh, damn it, you're uh, right. It's Willem Dafoe has apparently been on set. There was rumor that Kirsten Dunst might have been on set. That uh, uh, Toby and Andrew may have been on set. Do you think, after being disappointed by WandaVision, that we're going to get the multiverse uh, for Christmas? Because Spider-Man drops on Christmas. Spider-Man first? Yep. And then? Then Strange next March. So Spider-Man's Spider-Man 3, oh, man. No I, Way Home, is I would, dropping I would Christmas. almost hope not. Well, Doctor Strange is supposed to be in the movie, too. He's the quote-unquote new mentor for Peter in oh the absence of Tony. I don't know why Spider-Man keeps needing to have a fucking mentor. Yeah, why? But I like to, I hope that Benedict will show up and not actually mentor him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know I like that one at all. I mean, if, if it's... Why would... No. No. I agree. No. <laughs> you, are, you are where I am, and you didn't even watch WandaVision. No. That doesn't make any sense. Like, WandaVision, you, you kind of had the way of doing it. Yeah, she can break reality. Yeah. And you had Evan Peters, not Ralph 
fucking boner. Yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, like, the very end, you're gonna have, you know, um, the Time Police guy show up. Oh, uh, the, whatever character Owen Wilson's playing? Well, whoever's doing it, yeah. For the Loki show. But not, Which Loki but not, is, okay, so Loki's technically first. But not, uh, but not actually interact with anything, just kind of, like, in the back. Survey the area? Surveying or whatever, and then that, that basically. How, okay, Marvel, how is this man better uh, at writing Marvel properties I'm than sorry. you were? I'm sorry, and I, I thought, because like, now if you did that, then yes, then it would make sense if Spider-Man starts to break it even more, and again, you have that same guy basically witnessing everything. And then you set that up to be the next... Uh, Phase four villain or the, yeah, the phase over four over. Well, I, I still have no idea what phase four. Do we even know what phase four is about? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. They are to but, me. To me, that was sort of how I thought it was going to go well, with phase, how they were doing this whole thing. At least by the end of Wandavision, phase four has definitely doubled down on secret invasion, which is scrolls. Scroll, yeah. Well, but they also had well. As of right now. They did have a, the other. There's two cutscenes. Because the they had the multiverse thing in there too. Like you have the one of the movie titles is the multiverse. Yeah. Like you would think you would have to go with the time. Well, whatever. Well, the second cutscene of Wanda after the credits was Wanda in a cabin by herself. She did a projection. You know how like Doctor Strange comes out of his body and can do things like when yeah. he's sleeping. Mm -hmm. uh, she did that while being awake. So Wanda's walking around the cabin making tea, and then the Scarlet Witch version of her is going through the Darkhold book. And as she's going through the Darkhold book, they're playing the theme of Doctor Strange. And you hear the two little boys going, Mommy! Help me! Help me! And then they cut to red, not black. So, they're teeing up Doctor Strange's interaction. Yeah. But you don't know why. I mean, you would assume her trying to get her children back could break some form of reality. I'm not going to say multiverse because that has not paid off yet. So, like, when does technically Phase 4 technically start? It started with WandaVision. It technically was supposed to start with Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow is going to be taking place between Civil War and Infinity War, so it's, to me it's part of the Infinity Saga. The Eternals were supposed to get it off. Hmm. Which, again, is still tied to the Infinity Saga because of the same fucking race that Thanos was. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. It's a goddamn mess. What when? What what when? What it, when is technically Phase Four start? Because like, if this is for like me, how you're saying how it, that ended, I don't feel like that starts Phase Four. Exactly. So for me, it starts March 19th with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, you're assuming that, but if it's not like, it could just be something I'm like the assuming, Punisher or something. I am not assuming anything anymore because they have hurt me one too they, many times. They hurt you. Okay, I'm sorry. They hurt me one too many times. <laughs> but. Yeah, because realistically, we still don't even know what Phase 4 is about. Mm -mm. So I don't know. You have know. two running ideas where it's the multiverse that you were saying, because you're going to have Loki. Again, the only reason I'm saying that is because one of the fucking movies is named that. Yeah. And you have Loki, Wanda, or Scarlet, or WandaVision. And it would make sense. Spider-Man and Strange all tied together. Because then you can have, like, Captain America, you can at least have him do cameos and stuff, like, he's not completely out, yeah. out, before he goes and, like, leaves, leaves. Like, mm -hmm. you can never get him back. Um... It but then you of, also yeah. have the Secret Invasion storyline running, which will have Falcon and Winter Soldier. They had scrolls in the back set, like the scroll head skulls in the back. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir, for the like, Will and Varel. Remember BJ? Yep. Uh, the scrolls were in the background of one of the trailers. They also, uh, you've got War Machines supposed to be in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And War Machines going to be in... Um, 
Ironheart, I think it is. The, the Iron Man spinoff TV show. So who's playing War Machine? Don Cheadle. Same guy. It's from the second one? Yeah. Oh, it's not Terrence Howard. That's Terrence Howard. Oh, I just wanted to make... Okay, I was just, I was just curious. So they're sticking with that guy? Yeah. Unless okay. they do something cheeky in the multiverse of madness. Uh, <laughs> but, okay. like, they're running down the scroll path. With uh, you're gonna have the Nick Fury series and Secret Invasion and stuff like that. You're gonna have uh, Armored Wars, uh, which is gonna be War yeah, Machine. Yeah, it's gonna be a two-plot phase then. It could be. I think it's going to be because you also have two series that are supposed to drop this year with Hawkeye and Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, which is following Kamala Khan, hmm. and then you have Hawkeye, which is I think that's gonna be its thing on its own. I heard Hawkeye's getting in trouble for something. I don't oh, Jeremy Renner has a bad history. Yeah, I was going to say, was, I didn't understand what happened. tossed up in the cancel culture. Is that what happened? Yeah, because I, I heard, I was, rumors were flying around, and it was one of those things, like, I don't under, I don't get cancel culture, so that's just me. Uh, cancel culture with like, no what, redemption. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck happens? I'm like, and then, yeah, I was like, he's canceled and stuff. I'm like, but he's in the MCU. Like, I can't see him being, like, I was like, is that for real? I, I assumed it was fake, because I don't know how you can get canceled out of the MCU. Uh, he's still shoot. he's currently shooting Hawkeyes. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know how you can get canceled out of the MCU. Once you're in, man, you're in. <laughs> and he never really was in. He, Hawkeye could get shit on through most of the first fucking uh, saga. He's barely in anything. Yeah, you're right. He does get shit on a lot. Yeah, same yeah. with Wanda. Wanda had maybe, like, 15 minutes of airtime. In all the fucking movies. She was just yeah, a she whiny emo teen. She had a lot in... Uh, Ultron. She had well, a decent amount in Ultron. She also had a lot in the first... Uh, Infinity War? Yeah. Not Be really. Just because of the whole love thing that was going on between... Yeah, but that still took a back burner to like Thor getting a new hammer. New and fucking Spider-Man and... Yeah, I guess you right. like, She doesn't... Well, she the doesn't problem is, it's, it's so hard to give that much screen time into a multi-hero yeah. thing. She's yeah. only been in ensemble movies. That's so true, yeah. Same with Hawkeye. He's only same been in Hawkeye. ensemble movies. Black Widow had the same issue. Yeah, and a pandemic happened and kept pushing her shit back. Yeah. So I think it's a sign that it's we shouldn't sign. have got a Black right. Widow movie. That's right. Well, that's going to do us in for this episode of the Day Span Show as part of Spider-Man Week. We hope you enjoyed Gibby's take on Spider-Man. Which is basically his take. Uh, yeah, I know. He <laughs> fucking agreed with me on everything. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's great. There's much more Spider-Man content coming through the week. we got another Potter Nerd dropping tomorrow with uh, Jared and myself to talk villains. Then we'll have two more Potter Nerds talking about the animated series and the comic book runs. Tune in for that. And then on Friday night... We'll premiere night one of the Four Real Movie Club. Four Real Movie Club, Featuring baby. the McGuire and the Garfield movies. Uh, not the cat, but Andrew Garfield. And then on Saturday night, we will end Spider-Man week with uh, the Holland movies, Venom, and Into the Spider-Verse, part of the Four Real Movie Club. So I hope you enjoy Spider-Man week as we march forth to the Daystacular Gaming for a Cause 8, March 26th, kicking off at noon with... Vigilante 8. I can't believe you signed up for two days of this. <laughs> it's to the point, I, I've been getting a lot of praise for being so bold. Yeah, and then people calling us idiots, but yeah. Yeah, so make sure you donate. Oh, something I want to announce to all four viewers that are there. Our big prize, if you donate at least $50, you'll be added to the, the, the raffle ten times. But if you donate $50 or more, you will have a chance to win a Mario Edition Nintendo Switch with Mario Kart 8. Woo! That's our big prize this year because we were going to, we usually give Phillies tickets out, but it's a pandemic. 
Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get Phillies tickets. Wow, I can't believe the price. Like, I looked this up uh, I, I not even guaranteed. last week or whatever. Yeah. They're not even guaranteed because season ticket holders still have not bought theirs yet. So don't buy things on StubHub. Not yet. Because yeah. the people who are selling things may not have been guaranteed tickets. Uh, anyway, the big prize. Donate $50 or more and you are entered in to win the Nintendo Switch Mario Edition. Mario. With Mario Kart 8. That is almost a $350 value. Is that the uh, is that the one that you, you drive a car around? No, no. It's a Switch. Oh, so it's an actual... Yep. Dock. Uh, it just happens to be red and blue in the Mario colors. So it's part Mario. of the Mario 35th anniversary. Uh, again, a $350 $50 value, not including taxes, so in the state of New Jersey, that's almost a $400 value. Uh, <laughs> Somebody will win it who's already got one. Yeah, and then they'll just, like, use it as a bookend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, you know what, one is, I want to just point out there, our hard-earned money from Twitch, all $100, and our hard-earned money from this man's face on t-shirts, as well as my name on t-shirts, went to donate that prize. $50 gets you in for a chance to win a Switch. You can win a $400 Switch package for $50. That doesn't sound like a bad deal to me. Plus, it goes to a good charity. Anyway, that's going to do, do it. this in for the Dace Man Show this week. I've been Chris the Dace Man Dace. He's been Gibby. For the few. For my chickens. For the proud. And that whale. And for the Dace-tacular. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Throw it to myself and Frank for the plugs.